Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for June 15th, 2022. If you're new here, if you're new to this podcast, uh, then what I do is we start every morning with the word of God, and we walk through scriptures, and we see what the Lord has to say to us about the scriptures, and we apply that word to our daily living. So we turn the corner from information to application. So in this po- on this podcast, yes, you're going to get information. You're going to learn, especially about the grace of God. You're going to learn about the grace life. But you're also going to learn how to apply it. So the, the Bible is not some as, as, uh, abstract book to read. It's not a textbook to read. It's a life book to live. And so we're going to apply it to our daily living. I've been teaching a series entitled God's Grace in Our Faith. Everything God does for us, he does it by grace. Grace is unearned, unmerited, undeserved. It is the free favor of God. But everything we do in, in response to God's grace, we're supposed to do it by faith. So this is God's Grace in Our Faith, Part 36. The title of today's message is The Grace Life Will Give You Access to Joy and Peace. The Grace Life Will Give You Joy and Peace. We're going to talk about joy and peace in believing. Get ready to receive the Word of God. So let's get into the word for this morning. We've been looking at John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17, and Galatians chapter 2, uh, chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. So let's look at those again this morning. Remember, I'm talking about the grace life and how the grace life gives you access to joy and peace. Joy and peace are fruit of the Spirit. So let's talk about it. John 1 and 14, the Bible says, the word Jesus became flesh. He dwelt among us. We were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the Father. He came from the Father, the Bible says, full of grace and truth. In John 1 and 17, the Bible says that the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. So the law was given on tablets of stone, but when grace and truth came, they came in the form of a person, and that person is Jesus. In Galatians 5, verses 22 and 23, We already looked at the fruit of the flesh. Now we're looking at the fruit of the spirit. So the Bible says, but the fruit that is produced by the Holy Spirit within you. If you're born again, the Holy Spirit is within you and there's fruit that's supposed to be produced. And this is a description of what your life is supposed to be like. You should have divine love in all of its varied expressions. So God is love and God is in you. So you should have love. And then there are eight expressions of God's love in this text. You should have, look at me, joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. The law, the rules are limiting But when you live led by the Holy Spirit, you live limitless. And so these are things that you should not set the law or or the rules above these things. These things come naturally to you because they're fruit of the Spirit. So put this in the chat. Say, I am naturally supernatural. 
or you could put in the chat, the fruit of the spirit are natural to me. So I'm not saying that, like, unlike those people that live under the law or live rules-based or performance-based, where they're, like, trying to make all these things happen, when, you, when you're led by the Holy Spirit, these things are supposed to just come natural to you. you you're naturally supernatural. The fruit of the Spirit are natural to you. Uh, you know, God's nature is your nature. The Holy Spirit, God himself, is living inside of you. So it's not like you're trying to force these things to happen. It's just natural to you. So these things are just emanating out of the love of God that is inside of you. So the traditional um, translations of, of Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, list nine fruit of the Spirit, listing love as one of the nine. I like the way the Passion Translation says, no, love is God. God is love. So these other eight are expressions of God's love. And so that's a good way to look at it. So that being the case, we're going to talk about these other eight. Today, we're going to talk about joy and peace. So what does this mean for you today? Put this in the chat, joy and peace. We're going to talk about joy and peace as believers today. You ready? And it should be effortless. It should be natural to you. You shouldn't be living your life based on a bunch of rules. And, and so, you know, you're living a tedious, you know, hard like, oh, like if you ever meet somebody say, oh, being a Christian is hard. Ooh. Being a Christian is hard, man. You don't even know. Now, who, who in the world would want that? Like, I mean, no, no. Being a Christian is amazing. Like being a Jesus follower is amazing. God is on me and in me and with me and for me. The Holy Spirit is in me and he's producing fruit and, and it's just coming through me. It's natural to me. Let's talk about it. Joy and peace. Number one. I only have two things to share with you on this morning. Um, obviously, I'm going to talk about joy and peace. So here's number one. The fruit of God's spirit is an expression of his love. So here's the first one. Joy that overflows. Put this in the chat. I have joy that overflows. I have overflowing joy. I have overwhelming joy. Now, I've taught you what joy is before, but it's worth repeating since we're talking about joy this morning. And so let me explain what joy is. To understand what joy is, I think I have to just explain to you what joy is not. So joy is not happiness. So happiness, as, as Americans, people like really uh, understand that the words life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is one of the most familiar phrases in the United States. It's listed in the Declaration of Independence as one of our inalienable rights. So people want happiness, the pursuit of happiness. The average person would just tell you, hey, Brother Pena, I just want to be happy. I just, but that's, that's a fleeting thing. You say, I just want to be happy. But that, the problem with that is that if you live your life wanting just to be happy, you're living your life almost like the people that are living rules-based. You're, you're living at a lower level. Let me explain. Happiness, uh, the word happiness comes from the word, an old English word, happenstance. Happenstance is, comes from the same root word as the word circumstance. So happiness is contingent upon happenings. So happiness is contingent upon circumstances. So if the circumstances are good, you can be happy. If the circumstances are bad, if, if that's all you have, then you're probably going to be sad, right? Because happiness is contingent upon happenings. So people that just say, I just want to be happy, then they realize quickly how fragile happiness is. Happiness can be there. <clears throat> but happiness is not is not permanent. Happiness is temporary. So 
those that pursue happiness are always pursuing something that's fleeting. Happiness can fluctuate nonstop, you know, up and down, up and down. Joy, on the other hand, is not happiness. Biblical joy is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. God's presence brings with it God's joy. God's presence gives us the ability to operate in supernatural joy. And we're not making it. We're not trying to make it happen. We're not forcing it. It's just natural. Say it's natural to me. It's just natural. This joy, what I like about it is that this joy includes the qualities of happiness, but it's not limited to circumstances. So in other words, when I have the joy of the Lord, I can feel like I feel when I'm happy, but it's not limited to circumstances. So in the middle of a negative circumstance, in the middle of negative conditions, in the middle of a terrible situation, I can still have joy. And so joy is a constant because joy is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. So a good way to explain this is by pointing out something that the Apostle Paul said to the believers in Philippi. And so he's writing to the believers in Philippi, and he wrote this book from jail, and he's writing a letter from jail, and he says to them, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. So he's saying, rejoice, re, to go back to and tap into again, joy, and he's writing it from jail. So he's saying, my circumstances don't, my external circumstances don't dictate the internal condition of my heart. Yes, my external circumstances don't create an environment that is conducive to happiness. But regardless of my external circumstances, I can still have joy. Put that in the chat. I can still have joy. I can have joy no matter what's going on externally. I can have joy on the inside. And so then the word rejoice, re, do it again, go back to joy, rejoice. I can go back and tap into the Holy Spirit. I can tap into the joy of the Holy Spirit at any moment of any day. Because joy is available to me 24 by 7 by 365 because the Holy Spirit is always in me. So while the conditions of the circumstances of this world may not be conducive to happiness, regardless of the conditions, I'm always going to be in a state that is conducive to joy. So joy is an everlasting well. And so I like to say that you can never, if you're living by the pursuit of happiness, you can never re-happy. Like you get happy. When that situation is over, when whatever is over that led to your happiness, that's it, it's over. But I can always have joy. I can rejoice, but you can't re-happy. So I can always have joy. Not only does God give us a fruit of the Spirit, which is joy, but the text says that this joy overflows. So I have overflowing joy. Say I have overwhelming joy. I have the grace, and this is the grace life. I'm not forcing this. I'm not stressing over it. I'm not trying to make it happen. It's natural to me. I have a joy that overflows. Here it is. Uh, it's 417 in the morning here in Vegas, and thankfully I'm going home today. Uh, but even at 4 o'clock in the morning in Vegas, uh, I still have joy. I have joy. I, I have. It, I'm in my room. Nobody else is around. I'm not in like a party environment. Not that I do that anyway. But I'm not around an environment that that creates happiness. But regardless of what's happening on the outside, I'm always in an environment that creates joy because I live in that environment because I live in the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit gives me joy regardless of circumstances, situations, conditions, times or seasons. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord 
is the strength of, of my life. So Nehemiah said, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Put that. You can put that in the chat if you want to just say that. Say the joy of the Lord is my strength. So I'm getting strength from the joy of the Lord. And it comes from the Holy Spirit. And I'm not living rules based and I'm not focused on a bunch of rules. I'm just walking in the spirit and he gives me joy. All right. Number two, the, uh, another fruit of the spirit, another expression of God's love is peace that subdues. I have joy that overflows. And then the text says I have peace that subdues, that I have a peace that can shut other things down. We're like, well, when there's something trying to rob me of my peace, mm -mm, this peace comes in and shuts those things down. So receiving the peace of God, say the peace of God, receiving the peace of God is critical. The apostle Paul, who wrote this text, once again, so many books from jail, uh, he said from dire conditions he was writing, and he said that we can have a peace that is not interrupted by the external conditions. So he's writing once again to the believers in Philippi. And he talked about a peace, not only in, in his letter to Galatians talks about a peace that subdues, but one time he was in jail, he wrote to the believers in Philippi and, and very familiar passage, Philippians four, six and seven. He says, he's in jail. And he says, hey guys, let me write something to you. Be anxious or be careful, or I don't want you to stress out over anything. Instead, pray about everything. So, so put this, say, say, I don't worry about anything. I pray about everything. So he says, don't worry about anything. He's in jail, and he says, don't worry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. You know, so make your request be made known unto God, and do it with thanksgiving, with a heart of, with praise on your lips, you should pray. And then he said, when you do that, because prayer puts you on the offensive, he says, prayer enables you to trouble your trouble. He says, when you do that, then you will invoke a peace. And there's this peace that passes all understanding. And this peace will guard your heart and guard your mind through the anointed Jesus. The, the word that the apostle Paul says, peace that guards, the word guard there is, is, is a military term. It means to pull guard duty. Um, so basically, he's saying when you don't worry about anything, when you don't stress out about anything, <laughs> when you pray about everything, and you pray with with thanksgiving on your lips, like you, you're thankful, you have joy while you're praying. You pray to God, you make your request be made known unto him, you cast your cares over to him, and you enter into this peace. He says that the peace of God will pull guard duty around your heart and around your mind, and this is a peace that passes all understanding. So let's look at what, what the Apostle Paul said. He says, this peace passes all comprehension. So this is a peace that psychiatrists and psychologists can't figure out. This is a peace that is beyond human peace. This peace, you can say, put this in the chat. God's peace is supernatural. This is supernatural peace. This is a peace that will baffle people. People won't be able to figure out why you have peace like 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 once again external conditions are not impacting you internally and so internally you could be at peace even though externally things are going crazy and this is the grace life say it's the grace life i'm not trying to i'm not stressing i'm not i'm not focused on a bunch of rules i'm not putting pressure on me to perform i'm not living rules based i'm not living performance based i'm living grace based and it's natural to me so i have a joy that overflows I have a peace that subdues that even when 
the world is telling me to freak out. The peace of God who's on guard duty comes over and shuts all those things down. I have a peace that's just keeping me at peace on the inside, no matter what's happening. Listen, the Holy Spirit is speaking to me. The Holy Spirit is telling me that I have it. While other people, I'm going through circumstances and situations that would have crushed other people, would have crushed me 10 years ago, would have crushed me 20 years ago, you know, would have brought me to my knees. And I'm still at peace. You know why? Because I'm not stressed out over it. I'm at peace. I have this peace. God is like, I got you. I got you, son. I got you, daughter. And it's effortless. It's sweatless. It's the grace of God. And so now I have this peace that passes all understanding. I'm living the grace life. The text says that it guards my heart and it guards my mind. So, so it's like not allowing me to slip into fear or doubt or unbelief or worry or none of that. As soon as I feel like I'm, oh, I'm about to stress out, the peace of God subdues. The peace of God comes in and shuts those things down. It's like, no, 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 we ain't doing that. This is what we ain't going to do. We ain't going to freak out. What we ain't going to do is we're not going to stress out. This, let me tell you what we ain't going to do. We ain't, we're not going to pull our hair out. We're not going to lose sleep over this thing. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to sleep, and our sleep will be sweet. And so there's this peace that enables like inner confidence, inner peace, and it's, it's joy, it's peace in believing. We have the joy that overflows. We have peace that subdues, that whenever things are coming in, peace shuts some things down. And when you have the excitement that comes from joy, and you have the serenity and the stability that comes from peace, and you're not, you're not trying to make it happen, you're not forcing anything, you're just walking with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is walking with you, this is the grace life. Like, I mean, you're not living performance-based religion. You're not living rules-based. You're not trying to for make anything happen. You're not put taking on the pressure to perform. Because you know what? When you live rules-based, that will you lose your peace. That will rob you of your peace. When you're like, oh, my God, I got to do this right. Again. No, no, listen. God doesn't want you to live like that. Uh, uh, later on today, in a few hours, I'm going to go to the airport. I go to the airport. Okay, Lord, you know, I, got, I, got, I kind of go through this routine with God when I'm going to the airport. All right, Lord, I'm already checked in. I already have a seat. Um, on the first flight, I'm not upgraded yet to first class. On the, on the second flight, I am. I'm like, Lord, I want to sit in first class. Uh, but, you know, if you have somebody, um, uh, right now I'm in Comfort Plus. If you have somebody in Comfort Plus you want me to talk to, I'm cool with that. You know, uh, or if you have somebody in first class you want me to talk to, I'm cool with that. I'll sit wherever you want me to sit. If you want me to say something, I'll say something. If not, I'll watch a movie. I'll go to sleep. I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'm not taking on any pressure to perform. You see what I'm saying? I'm not like, oh, I let me. I'm, no, 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 no. I'm led by the Holy Spirit. I'm like, Lord, if you want me to have a conversation with somebody, cool. If not, I'm cool. I, I got some stuff on my iPad I can watch or I can sleep or whatever. And whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. Wherever you want me to go, I'll go. Whatever you want me to say, I'll say. Things happen. Let's say something, a, a circumstance changes uh, for the, the not so good for, for me and Isabella, for, for my family. What we ain't going to do is freak out. We're not going to freak out over it. Okay, God's got it. Well, you know what happened? This happened. We didn't know that this was going to happen. But you, are, you know who already knew? God already knew. God is never caught off guard. So we could be like, you know what? God already knew. God already has us prepared. Okay, Father, how do you want us to, 
to deal with the situation. What I'm not going to do is allow the situation to rob me of my joy. What I'm not going to do is allow the situation to rob me of my peace. Put this in the chat. Joy and peace are natural to me. I'm just saying, like, this is natural. It's like I'm naturally supernatural. The fruit of the Holy Spirit is natural to me. I have a joy that overflows. I have a peace that subdues. If something does come that maybe would have killed me 15 years ago, I would have been freaking out or maybe would cause the average person to freak out now. And people are like, well, Rick, why are you not freaking out? Well, I have a joy that overflows. I have a peace that subdues. And this peace is pulling guard duty around my heart and around my mind. And it's the grace life. And I'm not trying to make this happen. I just, I just enter into God's rest concerning it. This is how I live. It's the grace life. It's stress-free. You ready? I live in a stress-free environment. And I hope that you do as well. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Joy and peace in believing. Speak this. Speak. These are words of faith, and I want you to speak it from a believing heart. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about the fruit that your spirit produces. Now, you are love, and the fruit of the Holy Spirit are expressions of your love. So I have joy and peace. I declare that I have joy that overflows and I have peace that subdues every day of my life. I have supernatural joy. My joy is not contingent upon circumstances, situations, conditions, times or seasons, no matter what's going on. On the outside, I have joy. On the inside, I can always rejoice. So I tap into the power of the Holy Spirit and the joy of the Lord is my strength. Your joy is the strength of my life. I also have peace. I have a peace that cannot be shaken or stirred or interrupted. Your peace, Father, is pulling guard duty around my heart, around my mind, every second of every day. I have peace inside, no matter what's going on outside. And this peace subdues. When things come <laughs> to try to freak me out, your peace comes and shuts it down. Because of joy and because of peace, the fruit of your spirit, I enter this day with the excitement of joy and the stability of peace. Therefore, I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Tomorrow, we'll have another one. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. The notes are free. You want my notes, right? Go to todaysword.org, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes for free. Listen, do me a favor. I need you to do two things. Leave me some comments in the chat. Listen, this is even sharing. This is like effortless. Like this is, this is how I live. So I mean, like this is the grace life. <laughs> and so do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat. 
if this message was a blessing to you. And then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you and God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean, providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and et cetera, all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabella and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart for Isabella and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit. I'm addressing things as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.